Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome back. I just want you to know how appreciative I am of your listening ear and how much I love these little conversations that we have. Now, in this episode, I'm going to talk about a couple different things, and frankly, I originally thought I could do this in a five-minute Friday. But as I thought about it, it was more convoluted or more multi-layered than uh, lent itself to the five-minute Friday, which I like to keep concise and uh, short. So given the longer format of the regular episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about past lives, and I'm also going to touch upon self-concept. And the primary message is going to be about self-concept, self-identity, and self-expression. But before I get into that, I wanted to make you aware of some things that I have available and some things that are coming up. Uh, One is I'm opening up a couple spots for my customized, personalized hypnosis audio. And how that works is when you sign up, we create an interview. I interview you and I get to know your life, what you're about, and some of the operating systems, operating ideas in your head. Then I create a customized, personalized, hypnotic conversation just for you in order to unleash the abilities, unleash the skills that you want to create in your life. Now, while I've done a large number of these over the years, I found that I need to limit from time to time how many I put on my plate because it, it takes some time. There's, a, there's at least a 60-minute interview, then creating it and customizing it just for you, and then I record it. So there's some time involved. So I can only do so many of these, and I've had a couple of requests, and I decided, hey, I'm going to open up my calendar again for a couple of these because, frankly, I have a lot of fun doing them because not only do I actually get to create the audio but I get to have an intimate conversation with you. And we will talk about things that you don't normally talk about in the day-to-day. We will get to know each other. And I absolutely love that. And if you're new to the podcast, yes, I am a hypnotist. I've been studying hypnosis since I was 13 years old. I'm now just over 60. So it's been a couple days. Now, to find out more about that and register, go to yesdaniel.com. In fact, all my stuff can be accessed off yesdaniel.com. Click the link to the customized, personalized hypnosis and follow the links from there. And once these two spots are taken, I'm going to close it up again for a while because I do have other things. I just opened up registration the first of the month for the intuition course. And registration is now open to that. It is going to be ongoing. It's not going to be something that opens and closes. It's always going to be available. And the price is not going to change. So it's up to you to decide when you're ready to unleash your intuition. The other thing that's coming up in October is I'm registering for the next session of the Align Self, my signature coaching program, where you recreate your self-identity. And this topic today is going to lend itself to self-identity, to unleashing your self-expression. Now, my motivation for this topic actually came from an email exchange that I had with one of the listeners, Sophia, and she signed her email in Italy, which I thought was significant because many people email me, but they don't say where they are. And so I responded back, where in Italy are you? I've always had an attraction to Italy, but I've never been there. Well, 
we did do when I was touring with the symphony band when I was first got out of high school and just into college. Uh, I toured Europe for eight weeks, and we did do concerts in northern Italy, but I never stayed there. We just kind of drove down the bus out of Switzerland and did concerts and drove back. So I told Fia that I've always had an attraction to Italy, and I actually had some past lives there. And I knew I had a past life experience where I was the mayor, the administrator of this city in Tuscany. And it was just recently, I was in a wine shop, and on the wall was a, a poster of Italy and this city on a hilltop. It was San Gimignano. And I sent her a copy of the poster. I had snapped a picture of it. And she wrote back, get this, that she had just been there in August. Just last month, she was there. She sent me some pictures of it and said it's a beautiful city. And I thought that was synchronicity there confirming that, yes, that was the city that I had that past life in. Now, it was in the 13th, 14th century, but uh, I was there. And this episode isn't going to really focus on past lives. Uh, I'm just going to mention it. I'll dedicate an entire episode to past lives, reincarnation, and that whole concept. But uh, I had this memory, and then I had, we had this synchronicity. And then she ended the email saying that uh, it takes some time to get reconnected or connected to that inner feeling again that tells you about your past lives. And right now I feel lost or disconnected. And so embracing the synchronicity of this, I decided to make that uh, rediscovering your inner self, rediscovering yourself as the topic of this particular episode. But before we explore the idea of how do you rediscover yourself, what we're going to talk about is how do you get lost or disconnected in the first place? Because in order to rediscover yourself, you had to have a sense of who you were at some point in your life. And I've had a number of people over the years, and I've been there myself. So that's probably why I've attracted certain people at certain times where they have felt lost, like they're off their path. They've disconnected from their spiritual self, their central self. Now, I've developed a belief over time that at the center of your being, you know who you are, who you really are. You know what to do. And you have the answer to the biggest questions in your life inside you already. You really don't have to go outside yourself to discover that. Now, it's been my experience working with thousands of people over the years that people become disconnected because they tend to put themselves on the shelf. They consider their needs to be secondary in order to fit in to somebody else's idea of who they could be and should be. They've basically sold out. You've basically sold out. For one reason or another, you didn't consider your needs, your wants, your dominion over your mind, body, and spirit as being sacred. And frankly, we're brought up that way as children, seeking attention, seeking approval, seeking validation. In order to, you know, for the adults to control us, to keep us in line, you know, if you behave, if you show up the way I think you should, and then you'll be rewarded, you know, you'll get my love. And few and far between are the parents that provide unconditional love and acceptance to their children. If you do that, you're in the top 5%, to be sure. But as we're growing up, in order to fit into the agenda, to fit into the, the I guess, the tribe where you grew up in, to fit into the relationships. When you first experience love, when you first experience, you know, a, a profound relationship, we tend to lose aspects of ourselves that uh, might get in the way of keeping this thing going. 
And so it begins by the inch, a little bit here, a little bit there. We compromise what we really want. We compromise who we think we should be, could be, in order to fit into somebody else's idea of acceptance. And as a consequence, we come to a point in time where we feel like we are not on our path, that somewhere along the way, we lost ourselves. We disconnected from source. And then it is whenever this relationship ends, or sometimes we're in the relationship, but we look in the mirror and we can no longer recognize ourselves as being who we want to be. And who we want to be seems so far off the map, so far off in the distance that we, we feel lost. We feel disconnected. We don't know how we're going to get back to that sense of identity, that sense of you know, solidity in who we want to be, in who we choose to be. Now, arriving back at this point where you love yourself, you respect yourself, you respect the expression you have in your life, that's at the center of all the work that I do. That's why in the podcast, follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals, live the epic life. And that is living the life by your design, not fitting into someone else's idea of what your life should be. It is also at the center and the main thrust behind my program, The Aligned Self, really choosing who you want to be and then aligning your heart, your mind, and your body in that self-expression, in that unleashed possibility that only you can provide the world. Because most people, and I say almost everybody, has a sense of identity, a sense of self that is basically a collection of knee-jerk, habitually learned responses, habits, behaviors that you've adopted along the way in order to fit into the scheme, to fit into the agenda, to fit into the tribe, to not be rejected. And as a result, you have a hodgepodge of ideas, beliefs, layers upon layers that don't really fit. They're not congruent. It's not a a true expression of who you are. And that's why I say at the center of your being, you know who you are, you know who you want to be, and you have the answers for your life. And what I do when I work with a client is I will assist them in mapping across from different contexts because there are aspects of your life where you do do, I just said do do, where you do express yourself in alignment with who you think you are. And then there's other areas where you kind of sell yourself out. So it's taking the areas that do work and then map across to the areas that you want to work because that's a resource. That's an area that you are performing in alignment. And it might just be a really sliver, a small piece of your life, a small piece of your self-expression. But that's my job to identify that and then map across, expand on it and make it an integral part of your self-expression. Well, that's what I would do if I was to work with you. But how can you get that value out of just this podcast? Well, first and foremost, go back to what I originally said, that begin living your life from inner signals. Trust your inner signals. Follow your bliss. And that arises from the decision, from the choice to create yourself as sovereign. And that arises out of the choice, out of the decision. Decision comes from decide, which means to die, cut in two, and side, kill off the other possibility. Side is death, homicide, pesticide. So when you decide for yourself, you make yourself a priority, your own satisfaction, your own fulfillment over the validation that anyone else can give you. You need to be validated by yourself, for yourself, living your life for you. Now, life is relatively short when you look back on it from the end. Now, when you're actually in it, in the moment, 
there are a lot of days that you spend with yourself. You are the person that you spend the most amount of time with. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, 24-7, 365. You're the only person that you need to satisfy. You're the only person that you should be working for to satisfy. Now, some of this decision arises out of your own self-esteem, your own self-love. And it's always baffled me to a large degree uh, why we don't love ourselves more. Because who's doling out the love? Well, you are. It is self-love. It is self-esteem, the esteem in which you regard yourself. And it really arises out of a decision to hold yourself as valuable. Because you're not living anybody else's life. You are living your life. You get to decide, you get to choose how much you love yourself. You can love yourself just to love yourself. You don't need a reason. You love yourself because you're all you have. And if the question comes up about deservability, that's not you talking. Why wouldn't you deserve love? That's the idea that you've gotten from somebody else that love is conditional, that you have to show up a certain way in order to receive love. Well, be unreasonable in your love, your self-love. It is being loving with yourself for no other reason than you want to. And again, following your bliss is following your own inner authority. And that's why I think the intuition course is so valuable that if you're not currently there, it can teach you how to honor yourself, honor your own internal vibration, your own internal guidance as the only authority that you need to listen to. Now, with that said, we do consider outside influence, outside perspectives, but in the end, You need to follow your own inner guidance. And at many times, it may fly in the face of conventional reasoning, of logical facts. Now, I want to relay a short story about a woman named, we'll call her Karen. And she, at the time, she said that she had just separated from her husband after 10, 15 years. And she discovered that she had lost herself. Who she was at the beginning of the relationship had morphed into something else. Now, she admitted that her ex-husband or soon-to-be ex-husband was a narcissist and had undermined her self-esteem, made her second-guess and question her thoughts, her reality, until she got to a point where she didn't know herself anymore. She looked at me with a sense of desperation and asked, how do I reconnect with myself, the parts of myself that I love the most? And I said, don't try and go back into your past and pull them forward. Just live that person today. Drop the story that you lost yourself. Drop the story that you've disconnected from that aspect. It's there. It's within you. If you used to like to paint and you know you love painting, start painting again. If you love music and you used to dance all the time, start dancing today. Start dancing right now. Just decide that that is going to be an expression in your life now. If at this very moment you don't feel like dancing, put on the music anyways and start tapping your foot, moving your leg, start moving your body in time with the music. Act as if you are a dancer. And I admit you may be out of practice, but just say at the core of your being, in my heart, I'm a dancer. I love dancing. Regardless of what you acquiesce to inside that relationship, that wasn't really you. That wasn't your true self. And to pretend that that's who you are today invalidates who you really want to be. 
Now, this does fly in the face of, you know, the idea that you need to go back and heal the past. Uh, Not so much. You don't necessarily, you know, sometimes it's helpful, but you don't necessarily have to go back into the past and heal all that trauma. You can just decide that, okay, you are traumatized, and from this point forward, you're going to release that. You're going to release the story of the trauma. Remember, I've said in the past that you can either have the story of your hurt or the story of your unfoldment, the story of your self-expression. You can't have both. You can't maintain the story of how you were victimized and then be a victor. You have to just decide that that was something that happened to you. And as a result, you are choosing yourself today. You are choosing to be a victor, a champion for your life. And this again goes back to the quote that I just love from Shakespeare, to assume a virtue, act as if you have it not. So to reclaim an aspect of your past or some expression that you love to do, just act today like it was never gone. Act like it was a piece of clothing that you found in the closet and you're pulling it out and you're putting it back on and you're wearing it. You're owning it. It's like, oh my God, where's this been? I'm so happy I found it again. And you just put it on and you put it to use as if you never lost it. So referencing back to Sophia, who said that she felt disconnected, she felt lost. Well, in response to that, I'm going to quote the American frontiersman Daniel Boone, who made his way through the wilderness before there were ever any roads, ever any cities to speak of. And he said this, I ain't never been lost, but I was once bewildered for about three days. You see, the moment you declare yourself lost, you can be no other thing than lost. You're not in the process of being found. It's a state of victimhood. But if you're bewildered, you always have an idea of what you want to get back to. You just don't quite know where you are at the moment in relationship to where you want to be. But you always hold your destination in mind. And in your thinking, in your being, you're always making progress towards that destination. Even though you may be confused about where you are at the moment, you know where you want to end up. And arriving at your destination is inevitable. It's just a matter of time. So if today you find yourself feeling a little disconnected, a little lost, just lean in the direction of satisfying yourself. What would feed your spirit today? What two or three moments could you invest in yourself in reconnecting with your spirit? It begins with a practice. It begins with doing the things that will connect you. Meditation, taking a moment to breathe. In the last podcast episode, I gave you a whole process on connecting with your breath and using that to connect with your spirit, to unleash your spirit and elevate your vibration. Get up early and watch a sunrise. Or position yourself where you can watch the sunset and just spend a few moments immersed in the moment watching the beauty as that sun moves up into the sky or sets for the evening. Take a moment and smell the flowers. Give away a few smiles today. There are many, many ways you can reconnect with your spirit day in, day out, from moment to moment. It's just choose it. And ask the question, if I was to connect and and express myself spiritually right now, express myself as my true authentic self, what would be the most appropriate thing to do right now? 
And so as you begin to make it a practice each and every day to reconnect to yourself or reconnect to spirit at some point, possibly many times during the day, you begin to build that muscle. It becomes more familiar. And that old story about the way you used to be in that relationship or in that circumstance will fade away. That persona that you thought you were will die out of neglect. And you just step into a whole new way of being to assume a virtue Act as if you have it not. Act as if it is part of your being, as a part of your psyche, that it is a natural expression of who you are. So this aspect of making your life a story of your self-expression is going to be a topic that we talk about again and again. Like I said, it is at the center of all my work. It's at the center, I think, of your happiness, of living your life according to your inner signals, following your bliss. So today, ask yourself, What would be the most self-indulgent thing you could do and then do it or some variation of it? I understand that your life may not be in alignment with being who you really are, being aligned with yourself to being truly self-expressed. And so you may have to take baby steps, but take the step, take a baby step and move in the direction of being self-indulgent, even selfish. Why? Because I'll say it again. You are the only person you live with. Day in, day out, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. You don't owe anyone anything for your life except for you. If you are living your life for anyone other than yourself, then you are not living your life. So this is a little message to Sophia. A one I want to publicly acknowledge her and thank her for being in the game of actually being a participant with this higher order that this whole communication process between her and I was led by intuition. She was prompted to email me, and she said, in Italy. Now, I'm suspect that she's actually from Germany or Austria. Uh, She's not Italian. But she wrote, in Italy, which I picked up on, and I began asking about Italy and made a disclosure. And then she said, I was just there. You get the synchronicity of it and how intuition has unfolded this whole thing. And then she made the disclosure at the end of the email, I feel lost or more appropriately disconnected, which prompted and opened up the door for me to have this conversation for not only for her, but for possibly you. This is how it works. It doesn't always feel like you're on the path. But when you follow those impulses, when you follow those urgings, life unfolds like magic. Well, friend, this is a gentle reminder that I need to bring this to a close. You're listening to Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss and live your life according to inner signals. And as you do, live the epic life. (laughs) 